0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, July 13th. U.S. equities were lower, albeit off the worst levels of the day, in the wake of the highly anticipated June consumer price inflation report that came in hotter than expected and notched a fresh 41-year high. The report boosted expectations that the Fed will remain aggressive and may ramp up its measures to combat the surging inflation pressures, bolstering worries about the economic implications. Treasuries also gave back some of an early knee-jerk reaction and diverged, but yields on the short end of the curve continued to climb, keeping the inversion between the two-year and ten-year yields intact. The U.S. dollar reversed to the downside after this morning's rally that took the euro briefly below parity, and crude oil prices edged higher after a choppy day of trading, while gold gained modest ground. Earnings season started to heat up, with Delta Airlines missing expectations but offering upbeat commentary about current quarter activity, while Fastenal Company matched estimates. In other economic news, mortgage applications declined for a second straight week and the afternoon release of the Fed's Beige Book confirmed continued uneasiness about the pace of inflation. Europe finished with widespread losses following the U.S. inflation report and amid the uneasiness regarding tightening monetary policies on both sides of the pond, while markets in Asia were mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 209 points, or 0.7%, to 30,773. The S&P 500 Index decreased 17 points, or 0.5%, to 3,802. And the NASDAQ Composite fell 17 points, or 0.2%, to 11,248. In moderate volume, 4.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil rose 46 cents to $96.30 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was $6.90 higher at $1,731.70 per ounce, and the dollar index inched 0.1% lower to 108. In equity news on Wednesday... Delta Airlines, ticker symbol DAL, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $1.44 below the $1.73 faxed estimate with revenues of $12.3 billion dipping 1% compared to 2019 and versus the street's forecast of $12.4 billion. Delta Airlines said its June quarter non-fuel unit cost performance of up 22% compared to 2019 was impacted by lower capacity, higher selling-related expenses, and investments in operational reliability. The company said with growing demand across its network in the June quarter, it recaptured higher fuel prices and delivered adjusted revenue recovery of 99% versus 2019. The company added that with sustained strength in bookings, it expects the September quarter revenue to be up 1% to 5% compared to 2019, with total unit revenue growth improving sequentially. Shares of Delta Airlines lost solid ground. Fastenal Company, ticker symbol FAST, posted second quarter earnings per share of $0.50, matching expectations as revenues grew 18% year-over-year to $1.8 billion in line with estimates. The wholesale distributor of industrial and construction supplies said it continued to experience strong economically-driven growth in underlying demand for manufacturing and construction equipment and supplies. Company did note that costs for fuel and transportation services and certain key metals and plastics are at elevated but stable levels, and it took pricing action to try to mitigate the impact while foreign exchange negatively impacted sales. Fastenal said it will continue to take actions aimed at mitigating the impact of product and transportation cost inflation should the need arise in 2022. Shares traded lower. The markets digested today's inflation data and this week's start of second quarter earnings season, which will likely command market attention for the next several weeks. The financials sector will come into heavy focus tomorrow as the big institutions deliver their results. The markets will likely scrutinize any guidance moving forward, data and forecasts on consumer activity, trading revenue from the equity and fixed income markets amid the backdrop of elevated volatility and investment banking activity as IPOs and M&A action has cooled. Mortgage lending could also garner focus given the recent slowdown in the housing market amid the spike in interest rates. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses the housing market in her latest article titled, Can't Find My Way Home, how a spike in prices and interest rates has dealt a significant blow to housing affordability, elevating the potential for the housing market's weakness to dampen economic growth. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, rose 1.3% month-over-month in June, above the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a 1.1% gain, and compared to May's unrevised 1% increase. The core rate, which strips out food and energy, increased 0.7% month-over-month, north of forecasts calling for a 0.5% rise, and above May's unadjusted 0.6% increase. Compared to last year, prices were 9.1% higher for the headline rate, topping estimates calling for the rate to be up 8.8% and above the prior month's unrevised 8.6% rise. The core rate was up 5.9% year-over-year, north of projections of a 5.7% gain, but down from May's unrevised 6% rise. The Department of Labor said the increase was broad-based, with the indexes for gasoline, shelter, and food being the largest contributors. For the core rate, the Department of Labor said while almost all major component indexes increased over the month, the largest contributors were for shelter, used cars and trucks, medical care, motor vehicle insurance, and new vehicles. Among the few major component indexes to decline in June were lodging away from home and airline fares. The MBA Mortgage Application Index decreased 1.7% last week following the prior week's decline of 5.4%. The index was down for a second straight week as a 2.2% gain in the refinance index was more than offset by a 3.6% drop for the purchase index. The decline came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate held at the prior week's 5.74% rate but is up 265 basis points versus a year ago. Treasuries were mixed following the inflation data. The inversion of the two-year and 10-year notes has held up with a 30-year bond also now below the two-year as the markets grappled with the implications of high inflation and how aggressive the Fed will need to be with its monetary policy. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article titled, Fed Rate Hikes, Why Are Bond Yields Falling?, noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that consequently bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In afternoon action, the Fed released its Beige Book, an anecdotal read on national business activity used by policymakers to prepare for their next monetary policy decision set to come on July 27th. The report indicated that most districts noted that the economy grew at just a modest pace since the last release in mid-May. However, respondents noted an overall slowdown in demand with five of the 12 districts expressing concerns over an increased risk of recession, adding that, quote, similar to the previous report, the outlook for future economic growth was mostly negative among reporting districts, with contacts noting expectations for further weakening of demand over the next six to 12 months, end quote. However, most companies noted that they have still been able to pass along the higher costs to consumers, while also saying they expect pricing pressures to persist at least through the end of the year. Regarding the labor market, most districts indicated that the jobs market remains tight, with two districts noting that workers were looking for a higher amount of compensation in order to counterbalance the sharp rise in inflation. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up 10 basis points to 3.12%, while the yield on the 10-year note declined 5 basis points to 2.91%, and the 30-year bond rate fell 7 basis points to 3.07%. A second look at the June inflation picture will come tomorrow courtesy of the Producer Price Index, or PPI, forecasted to have increased 0.8% month over month and be up 10.6% year over year, While excluding food and energy, the core rate is expected to have advanced 0.5% month-over-month and be 8.1% higher year-over-year. Also on tap is initial jobless claims for the week ended July 9th, with economists projecting that 235,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed. In international news on Wednesday, European equities finished lower as the markets reacted to the much hotter-than-expected June U.S. inflation report that hit the highest pace in 41 years. The data is adding to the uneasiness that has been boiling regarding the implications of monetary policy tightening on both sides of the pond that is exacerbating recessionary worries. Inflation concerns were heightened this week, particularly in Europe, as Russia has suspended gas delivery to Germany due to maintenance on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, which has stoked fears that Russia may further disrupt their deliveries past the planned maintenance. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts." noting how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. However, the economic calendar in Europe was mostly upbeat, with the UK's May GDP growth coming in stronger than expected, while its industrial and manufacturing production output grew at higher paces than expected for May. Elsewhere, Eurozone industrial production also rose at a stronger pace than expected for May. The euro and British pound overcame early losses and were higher versus the U.S. dollar, which has given back an initial rally that followed the inflation data, but the euro remained near parity with the U.S. dollar for the first time in 20 years. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed, though rates in the U.K. traded lower. The U.K. FTSE 100 index and France's CAC 40 index declined 0.7%. Germany's DAX index fell 1.2%. Italy's FTSE MIB index and Spain's IBEX 35 index were 0.9% lower, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.5% to the downside. Stocks in Asia finished mixed with the markets awaiting today's start of the U.S. June inflation picture developing while digesting some data in the region. China reported that its June export growth unexpectedly accelerated, while India's consumer price inflation came in cooler than expected for last month, but its industrial production grew at a softer pace than expected for May. Monetary policies remained in focus, with central bank tightening out of the Americas and Europe being joined by 50 basis point rate hikes from the Bank of Korea and the Reserve Bank of New Zealand today. Monetary policies have tightened to try to combat persisting inflation pressures, though recession concerns have resulted. Meanwhile, China and the Bank of Japan have held off on tightening monetary policies as the former remains hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns and the latter tries to maintain its target for its benchmark 10-year government bond rate. I made this backdrop. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled Recession, The Risk is in the Reversal, how a major shark attack is underway that could take a big bite out of unprepared investors' portfolios. Those who haven't rebalanced, trimming what had been outperforming and buying what had been lagging could be especially at risk. Recessions and bear markets followed by recoveries happen at the turning points of every economic cycle. The leaders of the last cycle tend to reverse and fall the most in the bear market, while the recovery and next cycle tend to see new leaders. Therefore, the looming risk of recession can make it a good time to rebalance from U.S. to international and growth to value. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rebounded, rising 0.5% with the yen gaining ground versus the U.S. dollar. Despite the past couple of days of strength, the yen remains dramatically lower after tumbling the past few months to lows not seen in 24 years as the Bank of Japan lags the world with its monetary policy stance. China's Shanghai Composite Index ticked 0.1% higher, South Korea's KOSPI Index advanced 0.5%, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index increased 0.2%. However, the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index declined 0.2%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 0.7% to the downside. Reports on tomorrow's international economic calendar include employment data out of Australia, Japanese industrial production, and PPI from Switzerland.